What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Relly Rail. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Relly Rail. You might say, who is Relly Rail? Well, if you know me, you know who Relly Rail is. You know I go by Rail or Relly Rail. Even some people call me Bunny, and that's something from college, if you don't know. Uh, <laughs> for all my new listeners, and you actually are all my new listeners, because this is the very first episode. The very first episode that I've decided to release. And uh, I'm happy. I'm excited about this journey. Um, this has been a long time coming. It's been a, a lot of procrastination and not following through and just being too nervous to upload. But you know what? I said, fuck it. I'm going to upload today. Um, today is, is a good day to upload. And we'll go into the details of why. Uh, but if you're listening right now, be sure to just go ahead and subscribe. Uh, follow me on Instagram at so underscore STL. Also, follow me on Facebook at Sherelle Prim. Um, pretty much, I like to talk a lot on social media here and there. Um, and so, this is just a way for you to connect with me in other ways besides listening to the podcast. So, uh, today is August 17th, 2021. I almost said 18, y'all. Because uh, <laughs> what prompted me to go ahead and upload today and actually have a conversation and just talk on this podcast uh, was the fact that I went on Facebook today. Y'all know how Facebook be. It's those Facebook memories. And I saw that I put up a video three years ago on social media um, to the song Smile by uh, Lil Duval and, and Snoop Dogg. If y'all know the song, you know, Smile, Bitch. I'm living my best life. That song is lit. It's going to always be one of my favorite songs of all time. And people probably think that's funny because there's nothing really lyrical about the song. But it actually is. It's a very positive song. Um, It's telling you to live your best life and stop going back and forth with people. And I think that's what we deal with in society today. So it's always going to be one of my favorite songs. And uh, as I saw that that old memory come up, because Facebook is good for that shit. Sometimes you don't want to see nothing that comes up. It got your exes, your old friends, you know, just situations. But it's good to take a look at where you were and where you are now. And so I, I looked at this video, this old post, and I remember it got so much traction and views and likes and love and comments. And people were literally um, inspired just to have a smile on their face because I did like a fake ass music video in my apartment complex here in Atlanta. And uh, my roommate at the time, he recorded and I just said, you know, we're going to do a couple of scenes. And I went back to my computer and I did iMovie and edited and threw it together real quick and uploaded. I mean, it was a, it was a major response. And so I appreciate everybody that showed love. And it was literally just for fun. And uh, what happened when I saw this video today is that I had a moment. I had a moment where I needed to reflect and um, that reflection was was just thinking about where I was at that time. And uh, that was 2018. So 2018, at that time, I was currently on a, on a, a disability leave from work. Um, I was dealing with some things. I, I was trying to find myself. I had just turned 30 that June. So, I, I, you know, 30 is when shit hits you. Like, <laughs> either it, it can hit you and it hits you hard. And I think the elders forgot to tell us that part. You know what I'm saying? They forgot to tell us a lot of shit. And, and one of the reasons why I say this is because they forgot to tell us as we were young and growing up, amongst other things, they forgot to tell us about mental illness and, and mental struggles that you will face as an adult. And I know you can face them as a kid and as a, a teenager and things like that. But as a fucking 30 year old adult, adult, excuse me, I was feeling, you know, like something that shook up my world. And, and that thing was depression. And uh, yeah, I said it, it was depression. And, and you know what? It actually feels good in this very moment to say that 
because I struggled with it for so long and didn't know what it was. And so now that I'm able to identify exactly what it was through my own self, you know, discovery and investigation and therapy and psychiatrists and things like that, I learned what I was dealing with. And and to be honest and transparent, what I'm dealing with currently on a day to day basis. And so, like I said, that video came up and it was a moment of reflection. And at that time, I was I was going through some shit, y'all. I was going through some shit and somebody else's shit was probably bigger and deeper than mine, but I was going through some real shit. And and hopefully as time progressed with this podcast, because I want to be as real as possible, because it is keeping it real, but really real. (laughs) I would like to open up about those things that I were going, I was going through, but not today. I don't even want to give that situation or that person any energy today. Uh, Maybe another day, but today is literally about, you know, seeing yourself in a different light and seeing where you come from. So back in that time, 2018, I was going through a fucking breakup, an unexpected breakup that was rocking my world. Literally that month, everything had hit the fan. And uh, <laughs> when I get to tell y'all about the shit, because I can laugh about it now. But back then I was so hurt and so bothered and so confused and so feeling so many things, betrayal. And it's just, my world was being rocked, y'all. It shit was crazy. But anyway, um, <clears throat> so... With this depression, I, I decided, uh, you know, I'm dealing, I'm going through the motions and then I make this video and in this video, I'm, I'm living my best life. I really was, uh, you know, in that moment, I was trying to find some type of happiness um, and something to make me laugh. Cause something about me, something about really real, which y'all will learn is that I like to fucking laugh. I come into the room and I'm going to laugh. Like I come into a room and I'm going to laugh. I'm going to crack jokes. I'm going to be you know, that person, that sense of humor that a lot of people, you know, look for to have a good time and they want to be around somebody. I, 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 you know, I humbly say that's me. And that's because my friends and my family and people I've met and old coworkers, things like they have told me that they have told me without me asking, they have offered that. So now I know it's me and that's something that God gave me. And so I'm cool with that. But, you know, I put that on the internet and then I vanish for seven months. Seven months, I went on a hiatus and I literally went down. When I say down, I mean down, down. And literally the closest people to me were the only ones that knew my close friends, my best friends. And and uh, I don't even think that I really said much to my family because it's not something that me and my family talk about uh, as far as like mental illness and depression and things like that. I just was going through so many emotions and I was struggling. Like I was struggling y'all. I was, I was drinking. I mean, when I tell y'all I was drinking, I was drinking like a fish. I mean, the shit was crazy. Like I was like crown apple every day, (laughs) crown apple. And, 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 you know, I am a TAC friendly. So I was also doing that and, and it, you know, it wasn't helping. And I was allowing myself to say, stay in this space where that was how I, how I coped, which at least I thought I was coping, but I really was giving myself more damage than I needed. And so I went through this moment of suffering and pain and loss and, um, just, just struggling. And I wasn't at work. I was on leave. I was getting paid, but you know, I was trying to work through my shit because what's hard is going to work and working through your shit. Y'all know if you go into a job and you may love the job or you may dislike the job or you just going to get a check either way, 
you have to put on a face when you go to work, you know, cold switching, you know, showing a professional side, but then still dealing. And everybody goes through this. And I know we all go through where you, you could be going through some fucked up shit, but you got to get up and you got to get to the check. So I finally, uh, you know, went on this leave um, the summer of 2018, right before my birthday, because some things hit the fan at work. And I just I just couldn't take no more. You know, I was already dealing with personal things at home um, in my relationship at the time. So I definitely was like, you know what, I'm going to take a leave. You know, I was in therapy and my therapist suggested to leave over and over again. I would, you know, decline. But then finally, I broke down. You know, I finally hit rock bottom and said, all right, it's time. So it was to focus on me um, getting better. And in the midst of me getting better or me trying to figure out my depression, and I got hit with a breakup, which even further pushed me into depression because my lead was for me to do better. And my lead was also for me to focus on being an entrepreneur in my own space. Um, I had a cleaning business and I also had a meal prep business. So I was trying to use my skills, you know, my talents, which is cleaning. <laughs> I'm pretty OCD. I enjoy cleaning my own shit. Um, and I'll clean your shit too for a small fee, actually a large fee at this point, cause the prices went up. <laughs> but, um, and with that, I learned my, my try through trial and error. I learned my, my worth on that, on cleaning people's houses. Cause I did clean a lot of people's houses and I definitely did not charge them what I should have charged them. But that's another conversation and another topic for another day. Um, but anyway, I, I was doing meal prep service, uh, doing meal preps on a regular for people. And I had that business. So I was like, you know what? This job is draining me. So at this point, I want to go ahead and start focusing on myself and find some happiness and and, and see what I can do here in Atlanta. Um, I had just gotten here in January of that year. So I was trying to, you know, find my, my motion and network. Well, in that time, I hit something happened and then I hit depression. And then I went through that for a while. And the funny thing about depression is it's hard to identify what it is, you know. <laughs> so let me just give you a brief synopsis of what I, I was experiencing and what I do experience, because I'm going to be very honest. I still struggle with depression and anxiety every day. And I think that's what pushed me to do the podcast and record it today is because even today I, I posted something um, that gave me a great deal of anxiety. And it was regards to this video and in reference to um, dealing with depression. That was my first time saying anything publicly and, uh, social media does not validate things for me. Um, but it is very tough and hard to, um, put something out on the internet and, uh, you know, anticipate what people may say. Um, and, and, and you know what, what they may think about you, but to be honest, Sherelle don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks about me. <laughs> I'm able to live and walk in my truth. And I think that, I finally felt today, um, after seeing that video on Facebook memories, it was a time to go ahead and maybe speak about it and hopefully help someone else through it. Um, I think a lot of times people are dealing with things when it comes down to depression, anxiety, and you know, whatever else, um, maybe out there that they are afraid to discuss it and to talk about it. And that's one of my biggest hurdles, even right now in this moment is telling someone, hey, um, I'm, I'm actually struggling with depression. I know I'm smiling. I know I'm happy in your presence. And, and I know that I'm constantly entertaining. But to be honest, the entertainer is, is dealing with even deeper and deep-rooted issues, pretty much. And so um, today I got some courage, y'all. And I'm very proud of myself because I'm, I'm feeling very courageous <laughs> at this moment um, and, and feeling relieved. Because, you know, you never know what your life and what you're going through could help 
someone or how it can help someone else. I'm trying to find the right words because like I said, y'all, I'm keeping it real. So that means I'm just flowing with conversation. Um, so, you know, when it comes down to depression, I was dealing with, you know, crying spells and insomnia. And, and that's one of my biggest struggles is insomnia. Y'all, I barely sleep. I probably go to bed at 4 a.m. and wake up at 9, you know, 10 at the latest. And stay up all day long. I don't do naps or anything like that. My mind is not wired to take a nap. I wish it was because y'all make it sound so good, especially as an adult. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a nap is fucking vital at this age. Um, but that's not something that I do. But um, I just went through very dark moments. And, you know, therapy was an outlet for me to kind of figure out what's going on with me. And to try to get in touch with myself and learning how to manage depression and anxiety. And, and and along with managing depression and anxiety and having therapy, I actually, at that time, and even still now, have a psychiatrist, uh, which you all know a lot of people, you know, the psychiatrist is also a form of therapy. Me and my psychiatrist, we talk, we open up about a lot of things, sometimes deeper than me and my therapist. Um, but we do these things and uh, it's combated with meds. And medicine is, you know, things that people may take, you know, antidepressants and anxiety medicine to help program or reprogram your brain to have a more positive um, experience in life. And 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 while I don't depend on meds uh, to be who I am, it definitely is something that could help depending on whatever, you know, your psychiatrist, you know, suggests and what they feel like is medically and, and professionally um I guess, uh, medically and professionally or whatever they believe is best for you. Put it that way. So anyway, y'all, um, so I saw that video and, and I, I reposted the video today and I put a caption on there and I spoke about depression. I spoke about not knowing what it looks like. Um, and, and, and not knowing what a person is going through. And with that being said, I, I know for a fact that even though I am dealing with depression in silence, because I, I say in silence, but now it's publicly, but uh, because I put it out today, right? But in silence is that you feel alone. You know, I, I can say, honestly, I've always felt alone in some aspect of my life. And, and the thing is, you can be in a relationship with a partner and you can be having, you know, the best relationship with your parents and your family or whatever and friends and everything is good. But depression is something that's really unexplainable. And, um, I have been diagnosed with major depression and anxiety, um, or severe depression and anxiety. But the thing about it is I'm, I'm a woman of God as well. And so I believe that I can't claim certain things. It's not, it's not good for me to claim certain things, but I also can't be naive or ignorant to the facts of what I'm dealing with. And so, um, yeah, I, I honestly want to just talk about it. You know, um, I feel like in a black community, we sometimes, or we have always been in a position where therapy is a white people thing, or, you know, that's what we've always heard, even, you know, growing up or, um, depression is a white person thing or anxiety is white panic attacks. That's, that's literally has nothing to do with race. Y'all that's a anybody thing. And it's for everybody. You get what I'm saying? And I think that I needed to display the struggles just as much as I, I display the positive things in my life, you know, the happy moments in my life, the funny moments in my life. It's, it's important for me to be transparent that, Hey, 
the goofy person, the class clown from high school, this person that people have met and loved and, and enjoyed has been struggling. And um, my effort is to speak to not even those who are dealing with mental issues, but also those who don't deal with mental issues, who, who just are just living. You know, I think it's important that you check on the people that you love. And I think it's important to check on the strong friend, the goofy friend, the, uh, the sad friend, the inconsistent friend. I think they all deserve to be checked on. And what I notice when I'm dealing with depression is that people don't know unless I say anything. And that's not something that people really ask. I got like maybe two friends who would literally straight up ask me, how are you mentally? And I don't tell them this, but when they ask me, my heart, it swells up with, with love because to truly love someone is to care about their mental state and to, 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 to understand or just offer up, Hey, I'm here. So what's going on with you? You know, a lot of people say, how are you? And they say, I'm good. And that's it. But sometimes people aren't good. I, I am guilty of people ask me, how you doing? How's everything? And me saying, oh, it's great, girl. It's going good. I'm feeling, oh, this, that, and the third. And really deep down inside, or as soon as we hang up the phone, I'm back, you know, in my depressed mode. I am actually depressed. I am actually sitting in my room with my blackout curtains and just sitting there. I mean, I literally could sit in depression for days. And I think I recognized when this began to happen, when I started working from home with my job and I've been working from home for almost six years. And so it was something to get adjusted to, um, because I was a person that worked in restaurants and call centers and corporate jobs. So I had always been in a place with people, whether it be the office, I had coworkers, I, you know, do lunch with and breakfast and potlucks and you know, work in a restaurant, you on the line, you cooking and you, waitresses, service, chefs. I mean, the whole nine. So I went to a totally different element of nobody but me and my dog. And, you know, of course, whoever I was dating at the time. So it was very hard to get adjusted. And then once I got used to working from home, I stayed in the house. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to go out unless it was to get some food because um, I'm a fat nigga. You feel me? <laughs> but other than that, I stayed in this bubble. And then this job is a situation where everybody's at their own place or whatever state they're in. And so you literally can't meet up and have lunch with your coworkers or you can't really, it's hard to gauge them and build a relationship outside of work. And I only gained a couple of relationships from work, um, outside of work via, you know, phone call, text message, and them coming into town and me flying to where they were people coming in. Cause I was in LA at the time. So I met one of my coworkers cause he flew to LA and then I flew to Atlanta for his birthday. And then I met another coworker and I met another coworker. And then, you know, I eventually moved to Atlanta, you know, cause this is where all my black coworkers were. And also wanted to, you know, be in a different atmosphere. And I'll talk about that in a, on a later podcast as well. But, um, you know, that's when I first recognized that depression was hitting me hard. Um, cause it was a lot of alone time. And, um, I dealt with a lot of exclusion in LA from my friends who didn't know that I felt excluded. Um, and, uh, it, it was, it, it was hard on me. And, uh, so I thought I, I would find peace in moving to Atlanta. Um, and, and I did somewhat a couple of years later, but still, still was struggling. So 2018, I took that leave from work to try to get my mind right. And I actually went back to work. Y'all still fucked up. I went back to work. Um, I believe like beginning of October, 2018, still fucked up, still 
not able to process the things I had just recently went through and also still not understanding that I, I was depressed. Um, and, and, you know, it's a hard thing and, and I'm struggling to find the right words only because it's something I'm still dealing with. And, um, yeah, I mean, when I say dealing with it, I'm not currently depressed in this very moment, but depression could hit at any time whenever it chooses to, or whenever you allow your mind to take you there. Because to me personally, I feel like depression is a mind thing. Um, and I also feel like, you know, the enemy could be putting something in your mind and in your ear to make you feel a certain way. And then also things can happen to really put you in a space of depression. You can lose someone, uh, you know, death, anything, you know, financial, financial struggles, things like that could put you in a space of depression. And also you could just be depressed, you know, your childhood trauma, things you went through through life. When you look back memories, things you can't let go of pain, hurt, that all plays a factor. And so, um, you know, I felt inspired today to post my, 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 uh, my real truth about that video and the response that I received has been amazing. Um, people have shown so much support and love and I appreciate it. Um, and even though it doesn't change, uh, how depression affects me, it does make me feel good to know that I could have helped someone else by speaking out about the depression. Um, cause it, it, it's like I said, it's a very sensitive topic. You know, people don't really talk about it. You deal with your shit in silence because sometimes it can be embarrassing. And that's one of the biggest things. And that's the reason why I said I was courageous today, because I, honestly, I, 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 I've been embarrassed about my depression. I've been embarrassed to talk about it. You know, I, I've always said, you know, in my, to myself, do people even really care about your depression? Like, do they care? Do they what, what can people do for you? You know, but I've seen today what it can do. You can help build someone else up. You can help someone else relate to you and let them know, hey, depression is pretty normal for a lot of people. Just a lot of people aren't coming out and saying it. And so with that being said, I kind of want to just offer up some support to anyone out there. Hey, you can inbox me. Like I said, so underscore STL on Instagram. We can talk, you know, see how each other's day is going anything, whatever you need to get the support you need. I think it's best to find someone that you can confide in to explain to them, hey, these feelings I'm feeling, I'm not sure what I'm dealing with, but it, it seems very similar or it, it kind of sounds like it may de be depression. Um, hey, when I, you know, something happens, I, I feel like a panic in my chest and I feel very antsy and I feel overwhelmed. And, you know, I don't know if that's anxiety, but I, I'm trying to figure it out or, hey, Sometimes when things happen, I, I start to lose control and I can't breathe. And, you know, things are happening to me that I'm unable to control um, with my body physically. And so I may be having panic attacks. I'm not really sure. But, you know, talk to someone that you trust. And then also, if you have health insurance or even through your job, if your job has EAP, which is like a, a assistance with therapy, where they offer you these free sessions for a certain amount of time or whatever for that year, do that. Grab as much therapy as you can. I don't give a damn what anyone else tells you about therapy. Therapy is the best thing that you can ever do for yourself. And the reason why I say this is because I've been in and out of therapy since I was like 12. And of course, when I was in therapy at a younger age, it was because of my, my mom, right? My parent decided you need therapy. 
I need to figure some things out. But this was in, in regards to another situation, <laughs> which I can't wait to talk about in future podcasts. But pretty much, you know, therapy as an adult and me going out on my own and getting therapy over the years has always been beneficial for me. And you have to play around. You have to find your therapist. I'm not saying the, the therapist you sit down with today is going to be your therapist. It may, you may prefer a man over a woman. You may prefer a white lady over a black person. I don't fucking know. Whatever works for you, you know, try it out. You can do one session with somebody and fill them out. See if you're comfortable. Try, try your trust level with them. See if you're able to trust them. Because at the end of the day, this is what they do. And the reason why I say therapy, because you go in therapy, you sit there with someone who does not know you. And you begin to tell them things about you. And with that information, they're able to give you a professional um, outlook. And um, I didn't want to say opinion, but advice. And to kind of help you cope with certain things in your life that may be roadblocks or things you're struggling with. Or, you know, how to communicate better or effectively or to see things in different perspectives. And that's kind of what I use therapy for. And it's something that I do weekly. Um, and I know we're in a pandemic, but there are so many therapists and psychiatrists out there that are offering virtual sessions and, and, and uh, that's called telehealth and then also um, phone calls. Um, so, you know, I'm just trying to encourage anyone out there today to look up therapy and to find a therapist that works for you. And to keep trying until you get to a place where you feel comfortable and you're able to manage your depression. Because the ultimate goal is to get rid of depression, but that's easier said than done. And I don't know if depression is something you can really get rid of. And the only reason why I said it because I haven't gotten there yet. And so if anybody out there knows how to get rid of depression, <laughs> of depression, if anyone out there knows how to get rid of depression, hit me up. Hit me up in my inbox. I, DM me because I need to know. Because this shit is wild. It hits me whenever it feels like fucking hitting me. But the goal is to control it. And the goal is to, um, what is the goal? The main goal with depression is to, is to beat it. You know what I mean? It's to stand tall with it and and, and, and not for it to be the, the, the end all be all, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like why I did this, this, uh, podcast today. Cause I want to talk about it. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, your opinions, your struggles, your stories. Hopefully me sharing a little bit of my story helps, but I, I plan on continuing this. This isn't just one episode and this it. I plan on continuing my talks about, you know, therapy, depression, anxiety, mental illness, but also talking about some real shit. You know, <laughs> I definitely want to talk about things of the world that's happening that we see every day, regardless if it's on social media, the news or just life or experiences and, and different experiences and talking about just all the all the shit, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot to talk about. So hopefully I can continue to have your ears moving forward as we move into something bigger and better. Um, I appreciate you guys for listening. I appreciate everyone who's hit me up in the past. You know, people have been telling me to do this fucking podcast, do a podcast, do a YouTube, do this, do that. You know, I hear y'all, I hear y'all, but you know, sometimes we allow fear to hold us back from doing things that we should have done a long time ago. I, I can only imagine had I started this back in 2018 when I first had the vision to do it where I would be today. But either way, I'm glad I started it at this very moment. So till then, y'all, I'm a holler at y'all. I'm a work through my depression. I'm about to roll me a fatty right now. And now let me just say this. Smoking weed, you know, vaping, drinking, whatever it may be, does not help with depression. 
It's not a, it's not a, it's not a fix for depression. And let me stop. Let me, let me rewind. It may help with depression. I'm sorry. Marijuana helps me with depression in a sense. Um, and it's also something I love to do and it's, it's something I enjoy, but, but that doesn't mean that I'm fixed because a lot of times, especially in the black community, we use drugs and, and alcohol as a way to cope and to deal and also to, um, to mask what's really happening with us. Um, but what happened, what, what needs to happen is we need to get into the nitty gritty of our feelings mentally and figure out how we can survive and cope without those methods. And so that's something I'm still struggling with. You know, I, I you know, when I, when I feel stressed, I may roll up something real quick because something about weed helps with the mind. You know what I'm saying? If you like, <laughs> if they giving out Xanaxes and stuff, you know, psychiatrists giving out Xanaxes for you to get better and, 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 and Zoloft and, uh, all these other drugs to kind of help your mind. The weed really is like the number one thing to use for me to kind of cope, but I don't want that to be something I'm codependent on. And I also don't want you to think that that's what you need to do. I feel like I can suggest to you prayer, reading your Bible, and even if you're not in church, inspirational podcasts, things that keep you going. You don't have to get in your car and listen to, you know, rap music 24-7. Even though I love me some rap music, Moneybag Yo and Lil Baby, that's my, them my guys right there. I'm beating down your street. But my thing is, I can also wake up and put on Joyce Myers and put on things that would motivate me and encourage me. Because what I want to keep feeding my spirit is encouragement. I don't want to keep giving myself negative things. You know what I mean? So if you can find a podcast out there or uh, find something inspirational to read or listen to or watch on YouTube because there's so many people out there that are trying to help people and they always trying to give a message out because God give, gave them the platform to get the message out and they're using that platform they're just waiting on you to listen so you can get what you need to feed your spirit so I don't want you guys to always think oh, I'm gonna have me a, a, some Hennessy on the rocks I'm gonna have it you don't have to do that if a glass of wine makes you feel good at the end of your day, great. Uh, go forward. But at the same time, make sure you're doing something that helps push you further so that every day is not a struggle for you. And you feel like you got to rely on these things to kind of get through the day when there's so many resources out there for you to grab a hold on to and change your life. Because the goal is to improve, to be a better human. And with that being said, we walking around with an expiration date above our head and it's an invisible expiration date that we don't see, but it's time we start doing better for ourselves and more for ourselves so that before the expiration date comes, we are as happy as we were or, or we could be as we're still alive, if that makes sense. You know, what made me want to focus on my mental health was that I don't know when God's going to say, that's it, come home. So what I want to do is I want to get right. I want to get right. I don't want to leave this earth feeling hurt and bitter and regretful and, and, and resentful and, and angry and sad and, and struggling with things that I cannot change. You know what I mean? The only way to change it is to move forward and, and see things in a positive light and understand that your story is exactly what it is. It's your story. And there's a reason for your story. But you also can turn dark into light. And that's the thing is, is weathering the storm, getting through the storm and smiling after the storm. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. And that's where I want to be. And I want to take y'all on the journey. So like I said, I appreciate y'all listening. I hope to keep this going. You know, 
and, and hopefully inspire people and encourage people. And then also, once we get past all this deep shit, we're going to talk about some real shit. And we're going to have some funny shit. And we just going to do what we, you know, do what we do. You know what I'm saying? And I hope that y'all write me. Send me some letters. Send me anything you like. We can talk about it. We can have conversations about anything. Um, this is not going to be a podcast just about your mental health. Okay? I'm going to talk about some real shit. Like, I want to talk about all the shit with the baby and all that. You know what I'm saying? I want to touch on all aspects of what's going on in the world. So, like I said, I appreciate y'all listening. I hope to, you know, talk to y'all soon. But stay tuned for the next episode. I'll holler at y'all. Keep it real.